you're always, always, always going to be your hardest critic. And if you don't give yourself a hard launch date to launch things and just put them out there and put yourself out there and put your wisdom, your knowledge, your skills, what you have to offer out there, you are going to keep pushing it back to the point where you believe it will never be good enough. Hi, friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur, a lifestyle coach, and a content creator for my brand, LaRue. And if you are here today, it's because you're ready to elevate your lifestyle, live more intentionally, and achieve your dreams. And you found just the right place to do so. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another fabulous episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. As per the usual, I'm so happy to have you guys here with me today, and I have some very exciting news for you guys. I decided a few weeks back that I was going to launch a new category on the blog, and it's very relevant to the creative studio and just kind of what I've been doing with that in the sense of when I decided to start doing business coaching as well with the creative studio. The clients that I've already signed on, even people that just like I talk to in passing or even friends starting entrepreneurship ventures, so many of them come to me with such basic questions that one, like I I don't want my coaching clients to come to me to go over the basics of business building just because one, I know it is incredibly overwhelming, but this is stuff that like it is easy to learn in a sense of if you have an outlet like this. So... I decided I was going to launch an entrepreneurship category where I could share my knowledge and wisdom of starting, launching, and running a successful business without the incentive or need to pay for something as expensive as business coaching. Because when it comes to that kind of thing and that kind of investment, your time is so much better well spent in the intricacies of whatever it is your business is versus how do I get an LLC? Do I need a business account? Like doing the little things that of course, absolutely a thousand percent matter, but you don't necessarily need a business coach for, you know what I mean? So I'm so excited to launch this new category. And as you guys know, you know, each week I pick a sort of topic, spiritual musing, spiritual topic of the week that I launch into on both the blog and the podcast. And I'm thinking that essentially the blogs for this category, the entrepreneurship category, I'll just expand on them in greater detail in the podcast. So, you know, you get like the really strong tidbits of information on the blogs. And then when it comes to the podcast, I can expand, answer any more like generalized questions and just kind of give you guys like more detail on it because I know that more people are into podcasts than blogs right now. I just I think that's like the kind of topic of discussion. So anyways, after that introduction, I'm so, so excited to dive into this topic with you guys because I know that a lot of the people that show up to this podcast and show up to the LaRue brand in general are entrepreneurs or have an entrepreneurship mindset or a vision and want to become an entrepreneur. And I want to give you guys the knowledge and wisdom that I have learned and gained over the last two years of in-depth in 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 in-depth learning. And I just don't see the need to hire a business coach for basic things like this or like a biz, even like business strategist, when you find the right resources, you can learn these things. And I want to make this podcast an additional resource for you guys. So without further ado, 
I'm very excited to dive into the blog slash podcast. And like I said, I'm really just going to expand on kind of the topic I discuss in this week's blog, which is the five things I think you need to know about launching a successful business. Now, I want to be very, 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 very clear here. In these podcasts, this is what I have learned. This is my best practices and best advice that I am passing forward to you guys as wisdom rather than coaching knowledge. And I want to stress to you, this is not a substitute for a coach. Coaching, business coaching, branding coaching, whatever you want to go in that like route with is very necessary when it comes to building out products, building out services, especially when it comes to a business mindset. But I don't want someone signing on as a client with me and then going through an hour of their coaching trying to figure out how to start their LLC, right? So that's what this is for. That's what this platform is expanding into, okay? So that gives me a great segue into point number one, which is the admin work that totally sucks, isn't fun, but totally 1,000% necessary. And when I say necessary, I mean when you want to start a business, when you have an idea and you're ready to dive in, the first thing you need to do is the admin work. So when I say admin work, it's essentially what I was just talking about. Do I need an LLC? Do I need an enterprise? Do I need to open a business bank account? Do I need X, Y, and Z? The answer to all of that is absolutely 1000% yes. And there are spiritual reasons to that and precautionary reasons to that and just sort of necessary reasons to that. When you are an entrepreneur with a service-based business or a product-based business, so essentially every entrepreneur out there obviously, right? Of course, we're always in the spiritual conversation. You want to set yourself up for complete success. And if you think to yourself, "Mm, I don't know if I need an LLC right away, or maybe I don't need a business bank account right away because what if it takes me like six months to get my actual first real client? What if it takes you no time at all? What if you launch and you get a client right away? You need legal systems in place to accept income, to pass out invoices, to file taxes. What if your business booms immediately? You need to have the necessary precautions in place to know, okay, this is the money I need to set aside for taxes. This is the money I need to do for this. This is what I need to give an accountant. This is a business bank account that I have for all my business expenses. You need to learn what it means to write things off for a business. You, and all of that has to be done under your LLC or your incorporation. Now, an LLC, a single person LLC is what LaRue is for me. And that will be changing soon just because very exciting news because the creative studio will outrun income likely in LaRue as far as clientele. So I have to create either a second LLC or I will be creating a LaRue Enterprise because I have two businesses, essentially meaning that an enterprise is sort of like an umbrella. So you have your parent company, which will be obviously the LaRue brand. And then my umbrellas will be the creative studio and then the lifestyle brand, which is obviously what the podcast is with and the blog and et cetera. So you have to start considering decisions like that. And I promise you, I ensure you, Things like that, getting them done right away, understanding the logistics of literally starting a business will set your business up for success. I understand that this is tedious work. It's not the most fun. Some of it can be a major investment. 
and there is money that needs to be set aside for these decisions. But I strongly, strongly encourage you admin work as far as making sure you are legally in place, your your business is filed legally, you're able to accept income in a business account that can allow you to also to write things off because every state also if you didn't know this has a different tax bracket for incomes for entrepreneurs so you have to hit a certain yearly income before you're paying taxes on your entrepreneurship income so obviously my first year of LaRue I didn't pay any taxes because I didn't hit a certain income cap in Florida and my LLC is still registered in Florida which is a huge huge freaking plus for me so I don't have to pay Jersey taxes this year, which are higher than Florida taxes on my on my business. Right. And again, I, I know this is tedious research. It's not the most fun. But when you get your business set up logistically correctly, you're setting yourself up for both financial success and mindset success. You're prepared to accept income. You're prepared on that day of launch to potentially sign 10 clients and accept that income in a proper and legal manner. Right. So that's advice number one. Do the admin work right right away. Just like literally the best piece of advice I can give you because and I'm so thankful that I knew that myself because my aunt is a very creative person and has started a couple businesses. And when I told her my idea, she was like, you need to do she gave me basically like a laundry list of action items I needed to go do to make sure that I was setting myself up for success. And especially when it comes to taking in the income, like I said, you not only want to have those legal systems in place, but you also want to make sure that you know exactly what it is you need to be setting aside for taxes because you always want to assume, right? This is this gets down to the spiritual conversation and the manifesting conversation. You always want to assume that the business is going to do so well that you need to be prepared for it to do well, right? So even if you're not in a position to hire an accountant per se, you need to do the research. And when I say research, like literally set aside an hour or two just to like figure things out. It's really not that complicated, despite it seeming overwhelming. Just set aside an hour or two to understand, Okay, in my state, an entrepreneur starts paying taxes at usually it's like around 40 grand a year, right? A basic like what is that? Fifteen, twenty dollar an hour income. So after forty thousand, that's when you're going to pay, you know, 20, 30 percent taxes on your income. So you need to know how much to set aside so you're not getting a fat ass bill at the end of the year saying, hey, you owe your government X amount of dollars and you're you know going to vomit everywhere because uh, that's not setting yourself up for success. Right. And essentially, you know, especially as a startup entrepreneur, you're going to be almost investing all of your income right back into your business, right? For me, that's been like, you know, moving here, investing in, you know, other coaches and courses and things like that. That's been like my investment back with my income. It all goes right back into the business. So being okay with that is definitely a number one, but I'm, you know, prolonging this. Do the admin work right away. My best, 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 best advice. Number two is, this is for everybody, but for I, I want to say specifically for people who think of themselves as a perfectionist. You have to give yourself a hard launch date. Without a hard launch date, you are going to start obsessing over whether or not whatever it is you're launching, whatever it is you're putting out there is either perfect or imperfect. And if you decide it is no longer perfect and you don't have a hard launch date for you to just say, fuck it, let me put this out there. 
you are going to keep going back and reviewing and editing and revising and doing whatever to whatever product or service or business you're building. And it's just going to eventually like loophole you into a, this is, this will never be good enough. So I'm just not going to do this. And that's just setting you up for the worst kind of failure, right? Because you're putting in all of this work and you're now telling yourself there's going to be no return in it. So why even bother? Because it's just not good enough. First of all, let me say this about whatever it is you're creating, whether it's product, content, services, etc. You are the only person essentially, you know, of course, you have like family and friends who are offering advice here and there. But you are the only person looking at this stuff every single day, editing it after editing it after editing it, revising reviewing you know if it's a if it's like a course you know you're taking it once twice three times I took my course three times through before I actually put it out there and you're the only one seeing these what is essentially now micro edits that you're making and at the end is that let's just go with a course is that course gonna look that significantly different after 10 weeks of revision versus okay I've I've built it I've looked at it once or twice let me just get get it out there you're always 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 going to be your hardest critic and if you don't give yourself a hard launch date to launch things and just put them out there and put yourself out there and put your wisdom your knowledge your skills what you have to offer out there you are going to keep pushing it back to the point where you believe it will never be good enough And it will always be good enough because here's the thing. And I talked about this on my perfection blog and podcast several weeks back with almost anything with literally almost anything. You can always go back and make edits and revisions after it's been put out there. I have made edits and revisions to my course. I want to say think maybe four times since it's been published. And that was over a year ago. I make edits to my blogs all the time. When I see one going viral, not viral, when I see one, I don't know why I said viral, when I see one starting to rank on Google really well and it's getting me like a, a huge amount of hits in the month and I, I can see that, I go in and read it like profusely to make sure it's perfect. So I'm not, you know, like, cause it's an incentive for people to subscribe, purchase products, become a client to, to that extent, right? So when I see that a lot of eyes are getting on something, I want to make it perfect. Now, obviously, a podcast is different. Like, I can't go back and essentially edit this podcast after I've published it out there. But with something like the podcast, I'll say at the very beginning, I used to make like extensive notes for these podcasts and I would make sure I hit everything. I would like outline them to the T so I knew, okay, this is what exactly I need to say. Like, I need to make sure I'm hitting all these points. And now, obviously, I think you guys can tell, like, I freeball this very, very much so. I know what I'm doing now. And it's essentially like a practice makes perfect. But if I hadn't set that deadline to launch the podcast, in a sense of, like, me verbally putting myself out there, like, of course, I know I can record the podcast and then edit out, like, ums and likes and, you know, random crap that might not make sense. But... This is this is very vulnerable. I think podcasts can be very vulnerable, especially when you're in this type of conversation, because, you know, I've made it very clear from the beginning. My single and only intention is to be completely and utterly honest and transparent with you guys so that you guys can see how I've grown and you can take that as application to your own life, whatever resonates. Right. 
And that was really scary for me. But I gave myself that hard deadline and I just put myself out there because it also got to the point where I knew what I wanted to do. And if you do, too, you just have to disregard the judgment. There are shitty people out there who have shitty things to say, and that is on them. It is not a reflection of you or what you have to offer. And if you give yourself that date and you and you meet it, you can just keep editing and growing outside of that. But you have to give yourself that date to put yourself out there. So that's number two. Number three is this is the Virgo in me screaming at all of you. You have to have a pre-launch checklist to have a successful business. I, I don't care if you are, have the most chaotic energy to exist. I 1000% believe this. To have a successful business, you have to be prepared. You have to show up prepared. Are there people that have just like had an idea and put it out there? Yeah, of course. But then what if if those things like go really well, really fast, that back end of trying to catch up on all the things that weren't handled before is going to be so chaotic, so stressful, so overwhelming Having a pre-launch checklist does nothing but set you up for success. It lets you know these are the things you need to get done. This is what you'd like to get done by that hard deadline. And it creates a structure and clarity in creating and launching a successful business. This is not something to be taken lightly, you guys. If you are an entrepreneur or becoming an entrepreneur and you have... And, and when I say pre-launch, like I'm not even just talking about just your business. Like If you're launching a huge new product or you know, a huge new service or whatever it is, even within your business, you have to have a launch checklist. I do not think successful businesses or successful entrepreneurs are built on this idea of let me just create something and launch it and put it out there unless you have a major following to begin with, right? Or like a major audience that's already built that like no trust with you in other ways. When you are creating a new product or creating a new service or even creating a new like content platform like if you're launching a podcast and I also think like it's it's not just for your clients or your consumers but it's also 1000% for you like no one likes that chaotic stressful energy of what the hell is going on like what, I did something wrong I need to fix this right away for example again with the podcast when I first decided to do the podcast I didn't do enough research into Apple and how all that worked. And I thought my podcast would just go live on day one. And it took, I, I don't remember exactly. Um, it took a couple days for my podcast to get out on Apple because it has to go through like some sort of approval process. And I just didn't know. And I obviously didn't care enough to research. And so when my podcast didn't go up that morning, I was freaking out, right? Because I told people, okay, it's going to be on Apple and Spotify. And there it wasn't, not on Apple. So having a pre-launch checklist in place, knowing what tasks need to be done before a launch also lets you have a very solid schedule leading up to launch. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to be one day out or two days out or even a week out freaking out about all the shit you need to get done. Like just be prepared. Nothing makes me happier than looking at a checklist and seeing everything ticked off before I hit a launch, before I hit a new client, before I hit anything. And I'll say this about it. The creative studio launching that, the turnaround, and that was less than a month. I don't know if I told you guys this, but it was about 27 days, 26, 27 days from the day of thought to launch. Like, I turned that shit around so freaking fast. It was, 
it was wham bam thank you ma'am good to go let's get this shit out there like I was so freaking pumped about it but the moment Jess and I had that conversation and I knew it was I, I just knew in my heart of hearts it's time let's let's do it let's pursue this new outlet I came home that night I started working on the branding because obviously for a, a branding agency it needs to have nice branding but then the next day I spent the entire day creating my checklist of everything that needs to get done and I started with that admin work I started with calling my accountant and saying hey how do I file this like is this does this have to be a new LLC can it be under the LaRue brand do I need to incorporate etc and I figured all my shit out I got my ducks in a row that pre-launch checklist was like my bible for those 26 days right have a pre-launch checklist Number four is you, I feel like you guys already know I'm going to say this to you, but I'm going to scream it at the rooftop anyways. You have to have a solid brand identity. People, I, I don't care what people say. I don't care the, the term, don't judge a book by its cover. Especially people our age and younger. And like, I, I, let me go with like 35 and younger people are so freaking into aesthetics like so into it and if you can match someone's like aesthetic love for something that will immediately entice them into whatever it is you're offering whatever the hell you have to offer if your branding is good they're gonna be like I want it I cannot tell you how much stuff I have bought in my life or services I have bought into solely out of the branding having a powerful unique cohesive brand identity that is recognizable to a consumer eye is so so critical to running a successful business and if you have a successful clear cohesive brand identity before launch people are first of all let me just again I'm, I'm just going to be really honest with this people are going to know and think you have your shit together no one wants someone to launch a brand and you know everything like looks crummy you go to the website and it looks like it's from like 1998 and nothing makes sense the copy's not written well the colors are out of balance like those things very very much so matter and I know that with the way social media plays a role there's actually been like a recent conversation that the branding of a website isn't quite necessary anymore because people consumers are mostly on social media now let me tell you just how wrong that is you have to have a central hub for your brand and let me be very clear about social media if you guys did not know this you do not own anything about your social media you do not own your social media followers you do not own your social media content you do not own jack diddly squat when it comes to instagram tiktok I, I don't know what other platforms, Twitter, Facebook, um, Snap, Snapchat, <laughs> anything like that. You don't own anything. And if your account gets hacked, you lose X amount of followers. You lose that opportunity connect to connect with those people. That is why a website is so, so critically important to running a successful business. It is what you own and it is your central hub to create a cohesive brand where people know where to find you. The LaRue brand is very, very recognizable. I don't care how I sound when I say that. I have put thousands of hours, okay, hundreds of hours into creating a beautiful, aesthetic, cohesive, recognizable brand. If my Instagram got hacked tomorrow, 
everyone would know where to go to contact me, to book coaching, to purchase something, to book a consultation call for branding. These things are very, very important. It is your hub that you own that no one else can get to, to create your cohesive brand within your niche. And when I say brand, I want to be very clear so you guys are understanding. Your brand identity includes your brand kit, which is your color schemes, your fonts, your logos, your brand voice, which is your mission, vision, and values, and your brand client. So who your ideal client is, who you're trying to reach. Your brand identity is the essence of who you are. It is your bread and butter, and it clarifies two very, very specific, important things. One, who exactly you are for because your brand is not for everyone. Let me be very clear. Your brand is not for everyone. Your product is not for everyone. Your service is not for everyone. You have to know exactly who it is you are trying to reach. And two, why your brand is unique to those in your niche and why people, your ideal client, should invest in you and not someone else. Creating a solid and cohesive brand identity lets your ideal client know that you know exactly what it is the hell you're selling, why it's valuable, and it isn't a brand you just threw together. So if you guys are looking for branding services, (laughs) you know where to find me. The LaRue Creative Studio is thriving and well. I can't even like express to you guys. I can't even. Anyways, moving on. Last thing, my another awesome piece of advice. When you are launching a business and people know that this is a fresh out the gate business, there's a lot of apprehension, of course, in investing. People have, if you guys don't know, I I said it earlier, there is a term in this business called the like, no trust factor, right? And so when you gain a follower, when you gain an email subscriber, when you gain a podcast listener, when you gain a blog reader, when you gain whatever, however you reach your ideal client, When they first come to you, it's because they like you. That's why they hit that follow button, that subscribe button, et cetera, right? And then over a month or two, they start to see the value that you're adding in their life and they get to know you and they see what's happening and how you're adding that value and what you know. They get to know you and they get to know what you know about the value that you're adding, right? And then they build that trust. They trust in you that you have knowledge, wisdom to impart and to add to their lives. And that's why they've continued to follow you, right? That's why they've maybe bought a smaller product, like a you know low value product that you've placed out in the universe. To do this successfully and to get clients to make that investment faster, you have to have really, really, really strong testimonials. No matter what kind of product or service you're launching, testimonials are critical to your success in actually selling whatever it is. Because at the beginning of your entrepreneurship career, there's a lot of what is called bartering. And bartering is the exchange of products or services without payment, right? So you could barter between two entrepreneurs. So, you know, for me, I've told you guys this story. If you haven't heard my podcast with Lauren Tukuafu, she was my branding coach when I first launched LaRue. And she was launching her her own business essentially like becoming a branding coach and she asked me to be her guinea pig so she became my coach and then of course in exchange for that I gave her several really strong testimonials to use right so bartering it can feel painful right because once you get further into your career 
it, essentially you've established in your head like, OK, I know what value I'm adding. It's time for me to get paid and it's time for me to make X amount of dollars doing it. And, you know, even in the creative studio, like my skill, first of all, it, it's definitely different, too, when it's a product and service based industry where the proof is in the work. You know, life coaching can be so hard because it's such an interpersonal thing. And for someone to truly know the value that they're going to get at it, they just simply have to take the leap and make the investment, right? And same for business coaching. But my branding and marketing work is obviously just like, it's very clear. You go to the websites I've done, you you go to my website, you go to the Creative Studio website, you go to my portfolio and you click the links and the proof is there. It, it You can see it. I don't need to explain the work I do because my work speaks for itself, right? But when it comes to something like coaching or, you know, something kind of in that niched area, getting testimonials is so, so critically important to people coming to your website and seeing, oh, wow, X amount of people said this person knows this and this and knows how to coach me out of this and knows how to do these things. And that's why my money is better invested in them, right? So bartering is super, super critical to a, you know, pre-launch of running a business and selling a product or selling a service because those testimonials will essentially be what gets you your first clients, right? It's not even necessarily going to be the knowledge that you have or the like, no trust, honestly. It's going to be other people validating you. And this sounds not great, but it's going to be other people validating your skill and how you've showed up for them because we all want to toot our own horns, right? We all want to say, I'm, I'm amazing. I can do this for you. Like, I know how to change your life. But people aren't really inclined to make that investment until they see someone else saying, yeah, invest in her. Invest with this person. They fucking know their shit, right? So that is the new podcast. Um, I'm very excited about this. I don't know why my tone just changed so much, but I... I'm very excited and I really hope you guys are excited about this topic too. I feel like the spiritual conversations, they're amazing and they're so much fun to have and truly like while I'm talking on the podcast and doing these things, I'm learning about myself because I literally have a sticky note that I put up when I record podcasts that says be honest <laughs> so I know that I'm being honest with you guys and it, it really helps me show up for myself too. But I also understand, like I said, so many of you showing up to this podcast are entrepreneurs and I understand how valuable this knowledge is. And I don't, I want to be very clear. I don't think you guys need to be investing in business coaches when this kind of knowledge is so readily available via the internet and these kinds of resources. I understand it can be overwhelming, but I want to help clarify a little of that overwhelm for you guys through this new podcast topic and through this new blog topic. So this is something that's going to happen probably once a month. I'm really, really excited about it. I think it's going to add a lot of value for those of you looking to launch your venture, your entrepreneurship venture. So that's what I've got for you guys today. And, you know, of course, I am going to toot my own horn my branding, top-notch. Reach out if you have some questions, if you want to talk, if you want to go through a consult. And business coaching, like I said, it's for very niche-down things. It, it's really about the mindset of launching a successful business and 
understanding, you know, how you can market a certain product or certain things like that. I'm happy to talk to you guys about that. But when it comes to this kind of stuff, I know you guys can do it on your own. I have so much faith in you guys. And I just want this new conversation that we're going to start having to be an expansive platform to get, for you guys to gain that knowledge. So that's what I've got for you guys today. You know the spiel. I love and adore you all so much. And I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.